We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Cool. Um... No, I'm speaking first this time. It's my turn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, Before start you as we mean start to go saying on. stuff. Yeah. Oh, Welcome good. to watching watching films on the toilet. I almost called it watching fools on the toilet there. <laughs> Maybe you oh, should take over. You're not far wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um, watching films on the toilet, that's what dads like to do. If the movie's mm-hmm. unsuitable for your kids, then pretend you need number two. If you haven't listened to the song, go back and listen to the song. That's what the podcast's about. Let's yeah. move on. Lovely. So today we're going to be talking about 2019's Terminator Dark Fate, directed by Tim Miller. And we're joined by a special guest, aren't we, Eamon? Yes, we are. We're joined by old old friend of the podcast, Alex Robson, who is a lovely man, has a pizza business called Penny's Pizza, is the co-host of the animated Spider-Man series podcast also has a YouTube channel in which he makes wonderful foods. What are the favorites of movie characters and that? And that's great. Mm. So we'll put links to all his things in our episode description. But he's great. He's a uh, first member of the two-time club. He so is. The first person who's, who's had the bottle to come back on again. I know. Maybe he's just dumb. He came on the first time. He gave an absolute roasting. Came back for more punishment. It sounded fine, but when we did that debrief that you don't hear, he actually was just sobbing. After the audio stops rolling, Ben and I will often just massively bully the guests that we have on if we feel like they've not been funny enough. Yes. And he was definitely one of them. He was. Okay, so that's what you've got to look forward to anyway, so that should be good. But first yeah. of all, before we chat to old, old Alex, we got some correspondence. So last week, I spoke about how I'd, I'd gone to the dentist, um, or the Dennis, for our American listeners. And uh, <laughs> my dentist had had, he had very large fingers that he filled my mouth with. And it was quite an unenjoyable experience, to, to be quite honest. Anyway, he sent us a letter. Don't think he's very happy about what I said. So let's, let's see what, what the dentist has to say. Dear watching films on the toilet... Ben's dentist here. Now, you may think all us dentists care about is raking in cash to pay for divorce settlements and gold digging mistresses. But I was deeply offended when I heard Ben's review of my work on the last episode of your podcast. Yes, I do have large fingers and I've struggled with them since I was a baby. When I was born, I found it difficult to self-soothe because I couldn't fit my thumbs in my mouth. (laughs) Then... When I was at school, the teacher gave me a giant pencil to use and all the other kids called me Big Book because I had to write everything on A3 paper. My fingers kept growing and when I reached my late teens, I tried to capitalise on my hindrance, making quite an impression on the Chichester music scene as DJ Bratwurst. My club nights, all bangers and no mash, were quite popular, but I couldn't afford to replace all the records I broke with my huge fingers, so that was the end of that. After many years of soul searching and a brief spell as a bell ringer in Hungary, I decided to have a go at dentistry. Initially, I was laughed off the campus. Do something else, they said. Plug leaks in things, stuff massive turkeys, play one of those giant pianos from the film Big with your hands. But I said, (laughs) but I said, no, 
because all I wanted to do was make a lot of money fixing people's stinking mouths. Then finally, I made it against all the odds, like Jamani Swanson, the five foot three inch tall basketballer who played for the Harlem Globetrotters, or James Corden. Since then, I've worked in dental practices across the country, not out of choice, but because once the complaints come rolling in, I'm forced to move to a different county. I'd prefer not to uproot my family again, as my kids have been through three divorces in the past five years and had four different awful mothers. So next time you want to leave some feedback, Ben, please do it through the proper channels. Yours sincerely, Dr. Cumberland. And for the record, I do enjoy rugby. But I've stopped going to matches though, because people keep asking me if they could buy those big foam hands I was wearing in the gift shop. <laughs> and there we go, that's... Oh, Dr. Cumberland has written oh. in. Um, I'm sorry. I, I apologise. I feel bad. I think I hate that guy even more. <laughs> Big stupid hands. Ah, oh, great letter. Uh, so I've got a letter. Much shorter one. Okay. Uh, not quite so wordy. But... Oh, yeah. Good. Get a dig in. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's Listen, I, as you said, Ben, you didn't write that letter. So I'm not quite no, sure why that's, that, don't yeah. know why that's a dig. You don't, you don't have to, look, feel confident in your letters. You don't have to bring mine down before you deliver yours. You just make it about you, not about me, yeah? So, I mean, that's an objective fact. This one's much shorter. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I don't know how that's a dig. Still saying it. Still saying it. <laughs> okay. This is from the mayor of Hull. <laughs> we talked. We talked about Hull a little bit last, last week, and he wasn't, he's not very happy with it. Uh, dear Watching Films on the Toilet. As the mayor of the greatest town in the world, you can imagine my incredulity at your sudden snobbery when in the last episode you scoffed at the idea of a house in Hull costing £220,000. We, as a town, are just so sick of this condescension from London and the home counties. It's just lazy stereotyping and it's not true. It might interest you to know, for example, that a building sold for £375,000 just this month. Admittedly, it was in an 800-room hotel. <laughs> We Hilarians are proud people. We're just as sophisticated as you lot, but we've not lost sight of our northernness. For example, we've got a brand new Starbucks that only serves tea. And when we do eat coal, it's part of an eight-course coal-tasting menu. Yours unsincerely, the Mayor of Hull. Uh, ooh, a coal-tasting menu. That actually sounds pretty good. I what sort of dishes of do you think would be on that menu? Roasted coal. Coal on samphire. Coal pie. Coal souffle. And to round off your meal, <laughs> it's, it's a coal souffle. To, no, to round off tip meal, it's a... Oh, ooh, sounds good. You know what? We should go to Hull. They'd love us. I actually spent two years of my life in a town called Grimsby, mm. which is uh, up that, that part of the, the world. Oh, a up. I, I could feel my, my voice changing to northern, and I was just like... Dad, I'm not, I'm not having it. I don't want to talk like this for the rest of my life. What's that film where he goes, someone, oh, I'm picturing, what is it? There's a movie. I can just picture in my head someone going, mm, like they, something comes out. It might have been a good reference, but I just can't remember. So It's really ruined the momentum of that joke. Yeah, no, no, carry on. Let's no, it's gone. I just, I just said the momentum's gone, so I can't. A up. Oh, is that uh, is that a ball you just got rolling? Let me uh, pop it. <laughs> uh, okay, 
We're going to toilet news. Yes. Oh, my favourite. Okay. And this is the sun. And oh, good. I mean, it's an awful, awful newspaper. Yeah. And shameful, shameful publication run by the, the worst people. Yeah. Having said that, they do amazing puns. <laughs> right. Really? So I'll tell you the byline first of all, and then I'll tell you the pun. Boy nine gets fright of his life after bumping into Puma hiding in school toilet cubicle, hissing and growling at him. A puma. A puma, right. Holy the, moly. The pun title is Beast of Bogmin. <laughs> it is funny. You read something like that and you think, actually, I don't care about the phone hacking now. No, not really. It <laughs> makes it all worthwhile. Did it happen in the Southwest? <laughs> it's in Brazil. Oh, mm, makes the pun worse. Well, you wouldn't, I mean, fairness, if you found a, a puma in like a, a toilet in Bodmin, that would be <laughs> unbelievable. It would be worth putting one in. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, hang on, that's not... What is that? That sounded like an old, like... It's like a Welsh. Yeah. Oh, no, there's a puma in the toilet. Oh, I'm from the southwest. <laughs> there's a puma in here. I can't believe there's a puma in this toilet. Um, no, it's No, no, down the down. I put a puma in a toilet. That's what saw him go in there. I thought, yeah, he's going in there to do a toilet. It turns out he got a puma in there. What about like a puma? That would have been a good pun. What, in Bogmin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both. Puma in Bogmin. <laughs> You're like, hmm, I don't... Uh, is that clever? Oh, no, that is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's a nine-year-old boy got the fright of his life after he stumbled across a growling puma yeah. hiding in a school toilet. This incident happened at the Martha Drummond Fonseca Municipal School in Nova Lima, Brazil. Wow. The nine-year-old lad told local media, I was trembling like jelly. <laughs> it went grr, and my heart almost stopped. I mean, I'm <laughs> assuming uh, it was more like a roar. Grr. It went grr, and yeah, my heart almost stopped. I, li- I-, I like your Brazilian accent as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the boy's father, Rodrigo Almeida, yeah. said, uh, I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was going to be an ocelot or a wild dog or something else. <laughs> <laughs> like like those don't matter like you yeah. saw an ocelot in the toilet yeah a wild dog in the toilet's fine yeah the moment I saw saw the animal was that size I ran back what he ran away from his son no no I think he, he, the boy told him and he went to have a look God, you're on your own lad oh, I ain't dealing with that puma in there <laughs> so son's still in the toilet dad runs out of the toilet is he still in there boy <laughs> yeah he locked the door <laughs> yeah. and then he Banged on it to make the puma, puma really angry. Bang, 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 bang. Did he like it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does go on to say it's part of like a, uh, it's a rite of passage in Brazil. <laughs> like a hazing ritual. Yeah, they kick a boy into a toilet with a puma, razz it up. Wow. They really razz the puma up. Yeah. And then they slam the door closed. <laughs> bang on the doors. Hang on, he's not ready yet. We need to razz this puma up. <laughs> The, uh, the old father-son rite of passage. The razzing of the puma. <laughs> was he all right? Was the lad all right? Yeah, he was fine. He ran outside. Okay. Uh, told his dad. Yeah. Local authorities were called to the scene. Puma was shot with a tranquilizer dart before being released back into the wild. It was a young female and was unharmed in the incident. So anyway, that's it. Toilet news done. That was terrific toilet news. 
All right. Speaking of razzing up pumas, let's go and hammer on Alex's door and see if we can razz him up. Hello? Yes? Hi, Alex. Can you let us in again, please? Can I have a shit in peace, please? No. Get the crowbar, Ben. All right. I've got it. I'll get the battering ram. It's beginning to give. (laughs) (laughs) We're in. We're in. Right. That's a really heavy door. Is that oak? Well, I had to replace the last one, you broke. <laughs> did we break the last one as well? <laughs> well, you did no. when you slammed it. Oh, yeah. We did. We were so keen to leave that we slammed the door <laughs> shut and ran. And have you noticed I've tidied up for both of you and given you more room? No, I was going to say quite the opposite. It's a state in here. <laughs> oh, thanks for having us again. No, thanks mm. for coming back, guys. I mean, what a great place to meet. I mean, you are the main host of the animated series Spider-Man podcast. And you've just had the creator of the show on, right? Which is amazing. Why the hell are you doing our podcast? What is wrong with you? I'll tell you both. I have had lots of friends and lots of people that are like friends of friends say, oh, I do a podcast. And every middle-aged white man does a podcast these days. So I was like, this is going to be another one of those. Um, But I've listened to every one of your episodes, guys. And I tune in. So I'm one of those uh, listeners every week. That tunes in. Oh God, I thought I wouldn't cry. Oh, <laughs> that's probably the smell of my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a bad combination. Compliments and fart <laughs> smells. They're not. Name of the episode. <laughs> there it is. Hey, hey. <laughs> so today we're going to be discussing Terminator Dark Fate. Alex, how did you watch Terminator Dark Fate? I did actually. I didn't watch it all. On the toilet. Okay. I will be humble and honest, but I did watch half of it on the toilet. Excellent. Good. In, in really? stages. Yeah. How many do you reckon? Uh, it was like two and a half. Okay. Yeah. That's a decent run. Half a toilet visit. <laughs> More like um, I would have gotten piles if I did a third. So I was just like, right, I'll just, uh, I'll just get up. So I intended to do a third session, but it was like half a session. Okay. That makes sense. Amy, I'm what sorry, about you? I'm not Did... laying... No, Ben, I'm not letting this go. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's dig down into this. What does half a toilet session comprise? Um, of sitting down and doing my business mm. and at least spending 10, 15 minutes watching part of the film. Okay. Yeah. So all the toilet business had finished. It was just... You standardised a toilet visit to approximately 30 minutes. And you're saying you've done, you did half of one of those. Two whole ones and then one half. No, 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 no. The whole one is 15 minutes. And right. then half of it would be like seven minutes. Seven and a half. But you, you concluded your t- all your toilet business within that time, right? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I wasn't getting up. Like, well, now I've got all over my ass because you're interrupting me. But We didn't ask you to stand up. <laughs> In fact, we always go out of our way whenever we bust into anyone's toilet. It's okay. You can sit. You can stay yeah. sit down. We'll stand. It's don't, fine. don't get we'll up. Stand. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad we got to the bottom of that. Okay, um, Eamon, what about you? How many? How many visits? Uh, it was a long film, so it took me eight. About you? Um, I did three whole sessions. So uh, let's not elaborate on no that. No follow-up questions just... there. No, Alex, as you know, on the show, we have uh, something called the Summer Wee, in which I will attempt to summarise the film in a short period of time. The time in which it took you to a very long wee. So uh, what did you drink for me this week, please? 
Uh, I drank um, what I could only assume was like cheap Guatemalan beer from the beginning uh-huh. of the film. You know, when John Connor gets blown away at the beginning of the movie? He does. Spoilers. Which I was like, oh, okay, we're actually doing something new here. And that mm. was like one of the few things I enjoyed about the movie. But um, <laughs> spoilers. <it's>, yeah, <laughs> really? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he was drinking cheap Guatemalan beer, which probably tastes like piss. So mm. I thought that was, you know, cut out the middleman. Yeah. And um, how many? Did you have one? Or... Oh, I had like um, eight or nine. Yeah, you did. The wedge of lime in the top. Yeah, okay, cool. So how long How long do you think I've got? Oh, it was like a, at least a 120-second way. 100, okay, cool. So that's uh, two minutes. There's some maths. I was going to say, was that accurate enough for no, you? That was good, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not about the duration, Alex. It's you saying you had half a toilet visit. <laughs> you have to understand why that would, that would inspire at least some curiosity. If someone came into the room, just like, uh, sorry, I've just been to, uh, to the, for half a toilet visit, you wouldn't be like, no problemo. <laughs> It'd at least pique your interest a bit. Uh, you would actually be like, please don't sit down because I don't know what yeah. it's like down there. Yeah, yeah finish yeah. it. Finish it. Tell you what, I can wait, can do the other half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely mm. going in the edit now, isn't it? We've talked about it way too much. Oh, 100%, yeah, it Alex. Is. Making sure of it now. <laughs> This is what he does. He'll bring it up again. Do it again. Just to make sure. Yeah. If you talk about something else, I know we'll definitely go in. I'll be like, this is a lot like that time you went to the toilet for half a visit. <laughs> totally out of context. All right, Eamon. Yeah. Are you ready to time me? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. So it's 1998. Sarah and John Connor have prevented the destruction of the planet by machines and they're enjoying a bit of downtime on the beach. Then a T-800 arrives murders young John Connor with a shotgun and walks off. O-M-G. Fast forward to 2020, when a new pair of machines are sent back in time to kill the new future leader of the human resistance, Danny. Her protector, Grace, a cybernetically enhanced soldier with tan lines all over her body, has to put a stop to the Rev-9, a new Terminator which has a liquid metal body like the T-1000 and a cybernetic endoskeleton like the T-800 that can be separated to create something which is nowhere near as good as either of them. Sarah Connor, still haunted by the death of her son, joins in the fight against the new threat after she receives a text from a mysterious helper who turns out to be the T-800 that murdered John, now known as Carl. Carl leaves his family to hunt down an EMP to stop the bad robot man. Stuff happens, they crash a plane into a hydroelectric power plant, and then there's a big fight which ends with Grace sacrificing herself to save Danny, which seems familiar somehow. Anyway, Danny and Sarah head off to spy on little Grace and prepare for the battle ahead in a sequel that was very much dependent on the box office success of this film. So, the end. Oh, okay, that's a minute and 18. Oh, that's very close. Mm. Mm. So, Alex... What's your favourite Terminator film? (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to say, like everyone, T2. But I think my second one would probably surprise both of you because my second one is not T1. Whoa. Go on. My second one, ridiculously and, and stupid as it may sound, is Terminator Salvation, where it's actually in the future with Christian Bale. You're a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Da, 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 da. I mean... I wouldn't say it's my second favourite, but I actually really... I think that's a good film. I, I, I agree. I think it's... It's try something different. It's it's not the same, you know, rinse, you know, wash, repeat. It's It's trying to do something else. 
So yeah, so, we're yeah, seeing the war, right? Like we're yeah. seeing the actual f-ing war. 100%. It's happening. I'm loving that. I love how you get like John Connor meeting his dad and knowing he's going to send his dad back in time. And you see the T-800 and it's John Connor grown up and the T-800 is going to kill him and gives him the scar. All of that, I was like, this is pretty decent. I will accept it because without that film, we would not have Christian Bale's <laughs> meltdown um, on the set at the cinematographer. Uh, it wasn't the cinematographer, was it? Was it director? It was just the, a lighting the DOP guy, or I think. something, isn't it? Um, and I wouldn't be able to say, you're a nice guy every time Christian Bale is mentioned. Do the other one. Da, what, da, 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 da. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it, it is... It is my favourite. It's my favourite. So I'll accept that. What's yours, Ben? Because there are some people who prefer Terminator 1 to Terminator 2. I would have said that for many years. I saw Terminator when I was far too young. As we've established, I've watched a lot of films with my dad when I was a bit too young to watch them. I think I was about eight. And we watched Terminator. And I mm. like it made such an impression on me. I absolutely loved it. I knew that it was like the first good film I'd seen, I think. But... It's Terminator 2. Mm. It's T2. What about you, Eamon? Yeah, it is T2. I think, um, I would say, yeah, T2, T1, and then Salvation. I, I don't understand the bad rap that Salvation got. I thought I thought it looked great. I thought the the sound was awesome. I liked the giant, the absolutely yeah. giant Terminator that was stomping around buildings mm. i thought it was really inventive but ultimately da, 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 da. but ultimately that i think we've alluded to the fact that maybe this film is not our favorite terminator film uh the, the dark fate it might, it might be it, it might, might be. It, it could be we might it might be a surprise um but what what did we like about dark fate was there anything so i really liked the intro i was like well mm. okay we're doing something different because as we've just kind of established um through this this chat they haven't done anything different with this franchise. They yeah. really are just trying to recapture T2 and they're just rehashing it over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, so killing John Connor, I was like, wow, okay, I'm in. The CG was okay on them, I thought. Like, it's all right. It was all right. They they fairly looked like their 1998 selves. Um, so I was in. And then the moment that they like did the human robot hybrid thing yeah i was like not again yeah we're doing this again because that's like the sam worthington stuff mm. and i was like okay we're doing this again yeah and the what's the wannabe t1000's name the again rev nine the rev nine which just sounds like a shitty motorcycle mm. you'd have as a kid yeah um and the um, rev nine. <laughs> yeah <Motocross>. it, <laughs> goes 10 miles per hour that's as far <laughs> that's the that's noise, right my kid like a uh, friend who was uh, we were kids at the time he had one of those and it a red nine a red <laughs> nine he had a red yeah. nine it's weird though that it has that name isn't it because that's a robot designed by robots for other robots so they wouldn't have like a marketing a robot marketing department <laughs> Going like, well, what do you think about Rev Nine? <laughs> why did why is it not just like a bunch of numbers and letters? It doesn't make any <laughs> guys. Let's just get get in a huddle. What are we going to call this new killer robot? <laughs> Marketing has suggested we should call it the Rev Nine. <laughs> They're all pouring like cups of like oil for one another. Like, mm, yes. <laughs> Let's run out the flagpole and see who salutes it. But they take everything literally. Mm. 
So we do not have a flagpole. <laughs> it just doesn't well, work. Well, now it... I want to see a Terminator film, which is the life of like one of the the marketers in <laughs> as a robot. Like he goes home and he's, he's like, oh, we, we lost another deal, babe. And she's just like, not again. We lost the Rev9 account. <laughs> They just take everything so literally. <laughs> I like that one of them just like has like a generic marketer's voice and the other is very definitely a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one's like John Hamm. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the other one's just like, mm. uh, yeah, uh, Wally. A handsome John Hamm robot. Mm. <laughs> oh, the Rev 9, though. The Rev 9. He just, he was just nothing. Like he was. He wasn't intimidating or scary in any way. I was never scared of him. And no. I look, I know when I saw T2, I was a kid. So the T1000 yeah. was like super scary and intimidating. Mm. But I was like, if I was a kid, would I actually be scared of this dude? And I'd be like, no, I would just think that there's just some weird dude following me. And like, maybe yeah. I'll call the police if he keeps on going. Otherwise, <laughs> like, I'll just leave him alone. If you think about how, like, how long mm. the camera lingers on the, on the deaths in T2, like they're always really sudden and violent. Yeah. But do you see the aftermath for a really long time? There's no cutaway. Whereas in this, it's like the, it's everything is super quick and very clearly kind of like CGI blood and like you know the, the person will just like collapse to the floor and, and the robot moves yeah. on. Whereas like the T1000, like it kills John's foster dad. And it's such a creepy scene. He's still hanging on to that milk carton and his hand suddenly falls off. That freaked me out. Your foster parents are dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. It felt like without all the swearing, this could have been a PG-13. It wasn't that violent. I wonder what, like, I'm now I'm so obsessed with this, like, marketers meeting of robots. <laughs> like, what, what made them pick? a german or an austrian guy to begin with like mm. as you know a robot and they're like yes. we, can we make him austrian yeah mm. go for it like why would they care about that yeah or the rev nine motorcycle mm. he's of i think he's like half mexican or some sort of spanish descent of some kind and it's like yeah why are they going to be like we've got to be diverse guys we're going to have to do this for robots sake like Basically. give mm. a shit why do they care <laughs> well i think because danny was hispanic regardless i'm not trying to get like controversial i mean no no i know what you mean and speaking of danny when they were like no like when sarah was like i know what it's like like you got to protect it because you're going to give birth to and i'm like she's the one it was like they were trying to drag out until the end. Yeah. They were like, oh, she's not going to give birth to the savior. Mm. She is the savior. It's not a man who's going to save the world. <laughs> I was drinking a big drink and I went. <laughs> when that happened. Was that when Sarah said, she's John? <laughs> was that when you spat it all out? Uh, yeah, I was just like, what? You see that coming from a mile off. Wife. Wife, come here. <laughs> You'll never guess what. <laughs> Look at this rubbish. No. I mean, no. like, yeah, it was just like, no kidding. I, I could see that coming a mile away. But going back to, like, what I liked, at first, like, I was slightly excited for Arnold. That died very quickly. But it was like a brief moment where I was like, oh, oh, no, never mind. Um, but I really liked Sarah Connor coming back. She wasn't given loads of great dialogue, but yeah. I liked what yeah. she was doing with what she had. Sorry, I just got to go and my daughter's going mad. Okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> we'll carry on. I thought, yeah, Sarah Connor, her performance and, you know, the way she was written, it was true to her character. And I think it was a good continuation of her story. I really did like the Arnie stuff. That was my favorite bit. I thought the Carl thing was really funny. 
Um, and I could quite happily just watch a Carl film. So we've got the day in the life of robot marketing. So what would, yes. what would you call that? Like mad robots instead of <laughs> mad men? <laughs> yeah, so mad robots. Mad okay, robots. let's go with and... that just for the sake of... And, and Carl. Yeah, just Carl. Yeah, Carl. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Carl. <laughs> I am going can to see hang the... your drapes. <laughs> I can see the best 80s sitcom music like... <laughs> He oh. may, oh my God, <laughs> he may be blunt, he may be short, but he's a call, he's your neighbor, yeah. Uh. <laughs> like something like that. There it is, there it is. Uh. Sorry, he may be what? He may uh, be... <laughs> I don't know what I went with. I went with blunt because he's like a robot, so he's got He was like, blunt, yeah. yeah. Do you say and short? I, well, I meant like short in like his delivery of lines, not in stature. I know Arnold's not short too. What about he may be blunt? He's straight to the point. Yeah, the rest? He, he's Carl. He's your neighbour, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was off the cuff. He's Carl, he's your neighbour, yeah. Oh, Carl. God. <laughs> and then, woo, woo. <laughs> so I am coming to hang your drapes. <laughs> oh, no, it would be, he would go into his neighbour's house and the first thing he says was, I'm back. All these drapes need to be terminated. Yeah. I'm just going to use the toilet. Don't worry. I'll be back. And then he and then as he leaves, hasta la vista. And everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> Carl is brought to you by the new Rev9 coming this summer. <laughs> Looks like a really normal man. <laughs> Like a really, really normal man. I think the thing that bothered me the most was the effects, actually. Terminator, you know, the first one and the second one, because they use practical effects, you can, you can touch that metal. It, you've, it feels tangible. When the Terminator in T2 stomps on the skeleton, on, on the skull, and it cracks, it's like, you, it's real. It's a real yeah. thing. It's terrifying. In this, when they they come out of the sea, they just didn't look real, and I didn't no. like the design of the Rev Nine. And also, just a pointless robot, as you said at the beginning. Neither one of them is as cooler as the original. <laughs> no, and there was no point the whole time. I was like, so why does he separate from his skeleton again, so there can be two of them? Yeah, but you, why not just do T one thousand split into two? Like, why does yeah. there have to be a skeleton? He was worse when he was split up because then his body could be, his solid body could be knocked down easily and his liquid body could be cut into pieces. Yeah. So he was actually worse when yeah, he split he was, up. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It was a really stupid thing. It was like I mean, making a Swiss army knife and none of the things were useful. <laughs> yeah, none. But jelly comes out. <laughs> like, I think the robot marketing guy, the frustrated robot marketing guy would have had a lot to say about that. But surely he will be worse. Why? No, no one is listening to me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh I love guy. it so much. Tune in for another episode of Mad Robots <laughs> next week. He's evolved like too much. He's too human, this robot. He's too sentient. Yes. Yeah. Whereas all the others are still very robot. He's not. Oh, he's back. <laughs> he's back. No, he's back. Okay, he's back. He's back. Okay. If you found out that you were the future leader of the resistance... What would you do mm. then? What would you do, Eamon? Start throwing my weight around big time. <laughs> <laughs> like just bossing everyone around. Yeah. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know what I'll do one day? <laughs> I'm going to beat the robots, aren't I? So give me that 
give me that free stuff now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, you could do that now. Same Andrew as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What, what, what would you do? I'd start just eating even like worse food than I do now. Because you know that um, you'll live. I'd really let myself go because if I knew that that was how it was going to play out anyway, it wouldn't matter. It'd also be it? hilarious. I could start doing... Like a gi- it'd be Sorry. hilarious to have like a gigantic leader of the resistance. What, I'd in start... a wheelchair missing a foot from diabetes? Or That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be a really inactive leader of the future resistance it would be so funny though if a terminator mm. came back in time and you were like going for that 20th snicker of the day and he's like stop that <laughs> <laughs> this changes everything you are eating yourself to death so he he comes back to stop me from giving yeah. myself diabetes yeah i need to get you in shape <laughs> get out of the house you're going to start your training now and then someone else comes mm. back but another Terminator comes back yeah. to try and tempt me. This one, and this one looks like a uh, flamboyant French chef. <laughs> Instead of like stabbing weapons, his hands are a big cloche. So he'll just go, oh, yes. lo- oh, look. <laughs> How about ooh, some of these profitos, yeah, eh? Eh, Ben, future leader of the resistance. I am the Rev 9. <laughs> In all honesty, I would rather watch that film yeah. that we've just described than... than this one that'd be pretty great yeah alex your future leader resistance you've just been told hey what are you gonna do um i, I think i just kill myself to be honest with you because <laughs> it's too much responsibility isn't it and it never works out for any of them they never make it there that's true i'm just and then you're on the road all the time that's, that's annoying that sounds yeah. so tiring doesn't it with your mum you know. <laughs> much rather be dead so i'm i'm off i'm just yeah i'm done yeah you're right the world ends essentially and you're left to save everyone's nah yeah you're right it's not worth saving anyway i mean look at the state of it in the future it looks a mess real mess i don't want to live okay well i'm just going to hijack proceedings for a moment here the terminator franchise well known for some of its brilliant uh quote lines before people get killed so you're terminated, hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. So I put together mm. a small quiz. Okay, I'm going to give you... Did you want more of a reaction to... Yeah, actually, can you both say congratulations? Well done. You, you do pause the bit. Yeah, well, I expected like a, an ooh or something like that. Oh, well done, Eamon. I gave my Carl reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, no, that's good. I'm looking forward to it. What is it? Tell us thanks. More. Yeah, that's much better. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> well, it's just what it is. What I've said already, so I don't need. To, I'm not going to repeat myself. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to give you famous lines, and you need to tell me the the film that they came from. I think I might do well at this quiz. Oh. Mm. Now I've said that, I probably won't. Okay, let's do this. Right. So easy one to start. <clears throat> Get off my plane. That is Air Force One, Harrison Ford. It is. Yeah. Do we want to take this in turns, or is just first person to say? Most knowledgeable person, shout out first. Okay, probably okay. Alex. Right. Uh, no sequel for you. That's definitely Arnie. And is it? Yeah, no sequel for you. I don't... I don't... Uh, that is Last Action Hero. Yeah, it says it's a child's dance. Man, you, you're on fire. I thought you liked Arnie. I thought you were like his I love him, fan. but I don't remember anything. That's the problem. <laughs> a terrible memory. So you'd be great as the savior of the universe, when, of the future, or whatever, where they're like, you yeah, need just to forget. remember this. <laughs> oh. oh, I forgot I was supposed to save everyone. 
Who was oh. I meant to send back? Oh, <laughs> yeah. he, wait, <laughs> he's my dad. Um, okay, I came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Oh, is it? I'm trying, I know the line. Is it from They Live? It is. It's uh, right, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Oh, back in it. Back in the game. Okay. For the moment. Uh, long live the king. Oh, is that Sean Connery? Oh, you'll kick your kick yourselves. Is it? It's not Arnie again, is it? Give you a clue. It's not a. It's not a good guy who says it. Oh, this is uh, Scar, Lion King. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mate. Oh my. Right, three one. Well done, Alex. Okay. Your disease. I'm the cure. Matrix. Uh, it's not, but it's similar. I know what you're saying. Okay, that, like that's Agent Smith talking. That sound. Yeah. Like it's, from it's not though, is it? Is it Rambo? Right, Paul Park. Your disease, they're the cure. It's Sly, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not What's Demolition Sly? Man. Not Demolition Man. Is it Cobra? Yes. Is it? From the pilot episode, Ben. When I edit that together, it's going to happen a lot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Stallone, Cobra. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Let's all react to that. Wow! Yeah, oh, oh, yeah amazing. did you do well? <laughs> okay, um... I'm going to make this pencil disappear. That's the Joker, Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. 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 Super quick. Are we three all? Oh, okay. Hey, terrorist, terrorize this. That's Team America Well Police? Yes. Oh, wow. Well done. Okay, right. Uh, courts adjourned. Oh, man. What's that one? I know that one as well. Uh, oh, um, is it Sly again? Yeah. Judge Dredd? <laughs> Is it? Oh, there it is. <laughs> all right. Should we say whoever gets the next one is the win? I think we're four all, aren't we? Oh, okay. All right. Oh, God. Oh, God. Right. Okay. Right. Smile, you son of a bitch. Uh, Jaws. Oh, Roy. Roy Schneider. How, uh, guys, I'm wearing a Jaws t shirt and I didn't get <laughs> What's happening? What's happening to the world? Look, it's a lot of pressure. We're in your bathroom. I understand. Get out. Ah, so uh, all I want, oh, yeah, <laughs> in there. God. Oh man, if it was any other movie, I'd be like, yeah, fair play, I lost. But Jaws, I'm like, you, you, mm. I'm gonna actually like be lying in bed staring at the scene. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I might just off myself because someone's gonna tell me I'm the leader of the resistance or not. But that is yeah. just that is yeah. that's sad. Yeah, we'll never know. <laughs> Maybe Alex killed himself <laughs> because. He was going to be the leader of the free world. Maybe he killed himself because he got the Jaws question wrong. <laughs> Never know. Oh, yeah, in fairness, you don't actually hear him say bitch. You, see, you hear him say smile, you son of a... Oh, so is this a different film? <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather talk about Jaws, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my cat's coming. She just wanted to say well done for getting that. Uh... Winning that quiz. Winning that quiz. <laughs> I'm going to brush my ass in your face. Well done. <laughs> oh, thank you, Helen. Thank you. <laughs> that, that was going to be the prize. <laughs> I, I'd take it. Just going to stop you there, lads. All right. Got a message from a brand new sponsor. Have you noticed these days people carry around gigantic bottles of water with them? Mm. It's basically the amount of water they should drink every day. So it's an easy way for them to check they've drunk enough water. Yeah. It's simple yet effective. Well, I'm proud to announce we're in partnership with Pritta Manger to do a similar thing, but with food. <laughs> 
We're now brand ambassadors for the new four kilo sandwich. <laughs> Just one four kilo sandwich gives you the complete calories and nutrients you need for one whole day. Each four kilo sandwich contains ham, chicken, cheese, bacon, tuna, veggie patties, eggs, sausages, sliced beef, onions, lettuce, cucumber, mayonnaise, ketchup, barbecue sauce, and relish. And wow. it's served in a bag for life. <laughs> so that's the new Pret-a-Manger four kilo sandwich. That's, that's terrific because you need that much food. Well, you know, I get so fed up at the end of the day and I'm like, oh, have I eaten enough food? I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure if I've had my proper thing. The four kilo sandwich, it takes all the thinking out of it. It does. And if you eat it all in one go. It's <laughs> 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 a good idea. If you eat it all in one go, then you don't have to eat for the rest of the day. You're super razzed up with energy. It just gives <laughs> yeah. you all the energy you need and it sustains the rest of the day. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, what, a, what a wonderful new sponsor. <laughs> Great. Well, back to the chat. Watching this film, I thought, I don't think they're going to make another one for a while. They can't. The last one, Genesis, I was like, okay, you buried this franchise. But then they were like, but we've got Sarah Connor back now and yeah. we've got Arnie mm. here. And so they were like, this is our last punt. And I think it missed the mark. And I just don't think, I really don't think they've got anything else in the tank because they've done no. the same movie yeah. over and over and over again. But guys, it's up to us, isn't it? How would we save the Terminator franchise? Eamon, James Cameron, your old friend, oh, yeah. killer of dogs and nephews, comes <laughs> to you. He's forgiven all because he yeah. knows that you're the man to save the Terminator franchise. Mm -hmm. What are you going to tell him? What's your pitch? Oh... Um, he's out the door he's gone <laughs> he's in fairness, in fairness if, if I was going to pitch James Cameron in real life I would I would have done a little bit of prep I'd be like <laughs> you know, I'm just going to style this out see what happens in the room they've done the future mm. they've done present what if they sent him back to like Victorian England well, I was just thinking that surely actually that is the they should have done that hey up governor I'm looking for Jonathan Connor Jonathan <laughs> Have you seen Janeth Connor? <laughs> yeah, that would be good. But he's got like one of those giant frilly necks on as well. <laughs> well I would do like a, um, like the dropout. It would be Miles Dyson. Yeah. Like his story, like how he invented the, the Terminator and, you know, be like Robert Oppenheimer, like warning from history type thing. Just anything to completely different. Or like Steve cool. Jobs was actually a Terminator. Yeah, just something, just something absolutely. Maybe Steve Jobs was the person that created the robots and he didn't die of cancer, but a Terminator came back and killed him to stop him from creating the robots. Made him really thin first and then it killed him. <laughs> I have this new thing in my arm. Stop eating Snickers bars. <laughs> we brought it back around. Pull back. Uh, I, I think yeah. if I had Jimmy Cam come up to me and Jimmy Cam was like, you got to do Terminator because I got to do, do Titanic 2. This is deep. feasible. This is feasible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Titanic 2, deeper, bluer. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. down. Oh, I, I tell you what I would do, and this is sacrilegious because one of these franchises I, I absolutely adore but there is an Aliens v Predators v Terminators comic. And just for the sheer craziness, I would watch, I would, I would pitch that film. What about you, Ben? 
Hang on, Alex hasn't said his yet. You interrupted him. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's. <laughs> you were like so psyched by your idea. Me He's building like, up to it. <laughs> You're like, that's... Hey, yeah, 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 Alex, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a thought. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, no, I'm with your. I love your idea uh, way more than probably mine. I think the only thing that I was thinking about, what could you do? Is why not make the robots the good guys for once, and maybe people are bad? Like, yeah, there could be a thing where we're talking about all the time how as people we're pretty much just the worst thing for this planet possible mm-hmm. and without standing on a soapbox and going into all that shit, you could possibly do something there where like the robots taking over actually could be a good thing yeah because uh if you let us humans continue on we might just run this planet to the ground and there would be no planet for anything to live on yeah. let alone uh robots or any sort of life form so the robots are like we're gonna step in because you guys suck yeah I'd like to shrink it so maybe have like a terminator in quite an enclosed area maybe like a submarine and you have a kind of the thing thing going on so we're not quite sure who the terminator is they can't reveal themselves because they might be taken over so just make it all small what about literally a small terminator like a mouse a mouse sized terminator i would watch that that would be cool he's sent back in time to kill a really influential mouse <laughs> Mouse corner. <laughs> that's how they make the same movie and over and over again. They're like, this time they're mouse or mice. Mouse corner. Hasta la vista, baby. Um, that would be yeah, cool. That would be great. That is the best one. Um, well, it's come to that time and I don't really know why you're even bothering, but it's what we do. So... Would we flush... Oh, I haven't written anything this week. Let's see how this goes. Would we flush Terminator Dark Fate, much like Arnie is flushed down that big pit and fried by an EMP at the end of the film? Or would we fish Terminator Dark Fate out of the water, kind of like Sarah Connor and Danny are saved from the hydroelectric power plant waters by the T-800? Woo! Flawless. Mm. Your descriptions were the end of the film. <laughs> like that's the two things you can remember. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's all I can remember. Um, oh, go on, Eamon. What would you do? Oh, I'd flush this away. Load of rubbish. <laughs> I'd flush every single one of the Terminators that have been around in the last like ten years. I think, mm-hmm. and if. If salvation's in that one, fine. Just, I mean, I don't even care. Like, stop Come on, making... you're a nice guy. All right, keep la-di-da-di-da. <laughs> but I guess, Alex, you, you flushing? Yes. Yeah. You, Ben? Uh, yeah, I'd flush it too. So, Terminator Dark Fate is getting flushed. <laughs> As it goes down, can the Gone. thumb? Oh yeah, down absolutely. With it? No, it doesn't deserve that thumb. <laughs> thumbs thumb down. Thumbs, thumbs down. A down thumb somehow. Yeah. Going down. <laughs> Just interesting. A friend of mine, also called Ben, <laughs> actually called Ben. He he said he was in. A... Hang on. What do you mean actually called Ben? Is Ben not actually called Ben? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. It's just because it seems like everyone who who we talk about or writes in is also called Ben. That's true, actually. Yeah. Um, Everyone's called Ben. He was he was in a church in L.A. and he met Robert Patrick, hmm. 
And uh, he just went up to, up to him and was just like, oh, you were in uh, Terminator 2. And he said something like, I've also been in 87 other films since that was made. <laughs> and then my friend said, he said something like, well, someone's been a very busy boy. <laughs> like that. And uh, I don't know what he was expecting Robert Patrick to do, but he just gave him a look and walked away. Oh, can you imagine if like, that is the moment where if he was a T-1000, he would have just skewered his head. That's right. Yeah, I know. Sounds like a he was rude to Robert Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Your mate, Robert Patrick. Alex, thank you for having us again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Mm. I'm sure we haven't seen the last of you because we like your toilet. It's a lovely toilet. It, I've been sitting on it this entire time and <laughs> my legs are now asleep, but yes. That's, I'd say that's one and a half toilets you've done in this session. Yeah, at least. Yeah, at least. <laughs> you brought it back this time. You said <laughs> yeah, he was going to. But anyway... We'll leave you to it. Enjoy having a much more successful podcast than ours. And, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, so start with the shaming, but the podcast shaming. <laughs> we, we will see you very soon. Okay, Peace. I, I enjoy being one of your listeners. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, man. Shut the door. Cheers. Okay, cool. So that was Terminator Dark Fate. I've still got, oh, that film. I can still, I can picture it in my head. What is it? It's like a fang. Oh, is it from Dusk Till Dawn? It is. It's from Dusk Till Dawn. That's what it is. I think it's Tom Savini. He's about to transform, covers his mouth like that. Mm. That's what I thought you would do when you um, when you started developing your Hull accent. You'd say something mm. like, oh, hey, up, Dad. And then you just like cover uh, your mouth like he did. Yeah. I mean, big build up for very, uh, very weak payoff. But there it is. There it is. What it was, though, was a reference to a film, which we very rarely make. We don't talk. I hate films. I hate films. Yeah, you don't like films, They're do you? They're rubbish. We actually hate most films that we talk about. Yeah, but we actually do. Yeah, we actually do. Anyway, yeah. top five, Eamon, which mm-hmm. um, is, I believe, the most disappointing sequels we've ever seen. So this is a franchise that has a really good film mm. or films yeah. that we've really enjoyed. And then a film that's part of the same franchise that was so bad, yeah. it's created this huge disappointment within us. Brewing it. Brewing it. it completely ruined. ruined. Um, yeah. So whoever gets the most guesses gets to choose next week's film. And whoever gets the least does a forfeit. I believe I go first, Eamon. You're in a red hot losing streak. Yeah, I really am. And it, it may continue. Okay, I'm going to say Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I've not chosen that. Oh, God. I thought it was rubbish, but then I'm not a massive Indiana Jones fan. I'm going to say Matrix Revolutions. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Woo. That is, I tell you, that's the most disappointing film I've ever seen. Okay, my go. Alien Resurrection. Yes. Yes! Ah, oh, finally. I've got one. I mean, it had to be, right? It's just trash, isn't it? I'm going to say The Last Jedi. No. Okay. All right. I'm going to say Jaws 2. Mm-mm. No. Jaws 3. Jaws 4. Yeah. Can I have that? <laughs> <laughs> A Jaws sequel? Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you that, yeah. So, okay. So, I've got two. You've got one. Last mm. chance, Eamon. So, I need to get this. Batman and Robin? No. Oh. It's rubbish, mm. but it's quite funny. And 
Arnie's Mr. Freeze, so... Okay, so... Oh, did I win? You won, yeah. Yay! Okay, I had The Matrix Revolutions, Spider-Man 3, uh, Robocop 2. Oh, God, yeah, that was rubbish. Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, and then It Chapter 2. Oh, that's a good list. Thanks, man. What was yours? So I had Alien Resurrection, Mm. uh, Jaws 4, yeah, uh, the Blues Brothers 2000. Then I actually had uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, okay. You put it on your list. And then uh, Anchorman 2. All right, cool. Well, you have to do a forfeit. So your forfeit, Eamon, yeah. is to travel back in time and kill my mum <laughs> to stop this podcast from happening. Oh, well, I'd be doing everyone a favour there, wouldn't I? Exactly. That's the whole point. Yeah, I'll kill your mum. No problem. Oh. No problem. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry, mum. Uh, anyway, all right, cool. And I had a forfeit last week, which was to uh, slice someone's face off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're getting quite dark, aren't they? These forfeits. Yeah, which is uh, was from was based on something we saw in the film Equilibrium. Yeah. Um, and this is what happened. Obviously, I can't just cut someone's face off because I might get into trouble. So I'm going to try and get some help from an old friend. I've come to a public toilet in the city and I've written something on the mirror which I'm hoping one of these city gents will read for me. Uh, excuse me. No. Bit rude. Uh, sir, do you mind? No. People seem quite unwilling. Uh, excuse me, sir. Would you mind reading the message written on the mirror over there? I'll give you a pound coin. No, I'm not reading that. What about the pound? You can keep your pound, mate. <sighs> okay, well, I've given this chap five pounds. So let's see what happens. Can you read the words written on the mirror? It says the word Candyman five times. Is that exactly what it says? You want me to say the word Candyman five times in a mirror? No thanks. So it turns out no one really wants to say the word Candyman five times into a mirror. But what if they don't know they're saying it? Right, 20 pounds for you, sir. What does it say? It says, have you seen my candy manual? It's essential for candy manufacturing. It was given to me by my candy manager. He lost it in his candy mansion. Without it, he won't be able to make any candy. This is ridiculous. Right, I'll give you a hundred pounds if you just say that last bit again, please. (sighs) Without it, he won't be able to make any candy. Mandrills might have taken it. Hey, where's my hundred pounds? Okay, good. Um, and that's it. Should, should we watch Top Gun? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Let's legit do Top Gun. Yes. Nice. Good choice. Okay, cool. So we will return very soon mm. with some Top Gun love. In the meantime, you can find us on all the social medias that matter. Um, so the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. Not TikTok, because does it matter? Because nah. it's for children, isn't it? We'll probably end up doing it, mm. but not now. Um, please leave us a review. That would be really yes. nice. A good one, though. Yeah, a good one. Or an awful one, I don't care. Either way. And uh, check out Alex's stuff as well. Uh, yes. Animated Spider-Man Series podcast. Um, Chef Alex Robson on YouTube. And uh, order Penny's Pizza if you live kind of in mm, the London area. It's quite it's... the treat. And that's it. So take care of yourselves. Um, don't razz up any pumas in the toilet. Unless it's part of your son's rite yes. passage. Chuck a puma in, in a toilet cubicle, kick the door in a few times <laughs> to get it super cross. Yeah. Then let your son in there, 
yeah. but I still see what happens. And it, you know, and if he comes out, he comes out a man. Good. <laughs> and on that note, Eamon. Keep flushing. Girl. <laughs> oh, I'm like jelly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>